Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Roy Green Show with guest host Andrew Lawton continues on the Chorus Radio Network. You know, one of the problems with radio is that every now and then, just like right now, you'll get a great song that you just want to listen to. And then sometimes someone has to tell me in my ear, hey, Andrew, you've got to start talking now. I like the song. What can I say? So great to have you tuned in to The Roy Green Show here on the Chorus Radio Network, broadcasting across the country right now. I'm guest host Andrew Lawton, in for Roy, as he hopefully enjoys some rest and relaxation on this uh, lovely long weekend. Depending on where you're listening from, it looks like a lot of Canadians are finally getting a little bit of warmer weather today. So that's always good. It's Canada, the one thing that unites us all. We had a really bizarre idea that was floated by the Montreal mayor, Denis Coderre, uh, just uh, this past week. He had said that it's time to have a debate on plastic. He says the debate is important. Now, this is the city, by the way, that in 2018 will have banned plastic bags, grocery bags. And now he's looking at bottled water. There have been other municipalities that have looked at banning or restricting the sale of bottled water by uh, cities, vending machines on city property, at city facilities, etc. And we don't know what a Montreal proposal will look like just yet. But suffice it to say, we're seeing enough municipalities that are talking about this that I think we need to nip this in the bud here. The beverage industry has responded to this by saying, look, it's not practical to ban bottled water. The suggestion of a ban, even if it goes forward as we look at or as we're looking at it now, will deprive consumers of choice. That was said by a representative of the Canadian Beverage Association, which represents uh, the major players of this industry in Canada. And I wanted to talk about this because there seems to be a lot of misunderstanding about the environmental issues here, and more importantly, about what would happen in the absence of having bottled water. Very pleased to welcome to the program Jim Getz, the president of the Canadian Beverage Association. Jim, it's great to have you on the show, sir. Happy Easter to you. Uh, same to you, and thanks for having me on today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Look, I, obviously, the the beverage industry is a very large one. It 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 occupies a great deal of, of the market. People in Canada like having convenience. You know, not everyone has the chance to fill a bottle of water at home when they leave. There are lots of reasons people might buy bottled water, but they are the ones that ultimately get to make that choice. I think not a government. Well, I think it's important to get the the facts straight, particularly about bottled water. And uh, research has shown that bottled water does not, first of all, compete with tap water. Um, About 91% of bottled water drinkers consume tap water when they're at home. uh, And, of course, then will occasionally have uh, bottled water uh, when they're on the go. 
Um, I think the second part of the of the debate um, is water usage. Um, and according to Environment Canada, uh, the Canadian bottled water industry uses only 0.001% of total uh, water withdrawals uh, in Canada. 0.001%? Um, yes, of wow. total water withdrawals in Canada. And to put that in perspective, Canadians consume about 125 litres of water uh, per person each year. Um, the entire non-alcoholic beverage portfolio, uh, so that would include juice, soft drinks, etc., only makes up about 50 litres of that 120,000 litres of water. So uh, we really are talking about a, a very small a water usage industry here um, and, and an industry that does not compete uh, with with taps, which are obviously available for everyone, particularly in their homes. And obviously the suggestion, according to what we've heard from people advancing this, has come from a place of uh, the, the fact that there is an environmental issue there. I know that the city has said that, well, you know, a lot of this stuff ends up in landfill, but it seems, as I understand it, like recycling is pretty well embraced. I mean, most, if not all, water bottles uh, that you'd buy bottled water in are recyclable, are they not? Well, all, all non-alcoholic beverage containers, be it aluminum, uh, Tetra Pak, or uh, PET plastic, which is what we're talking about for most uh, bottled water uh, bottles, are 100% recyclable. Um, in fact, PET plastic is bought and sold as a commodity. There's an economy around the recycling um, of, beverage con- of uh, bottled water containers. Uh, they're made into things like playground equipment, automobile parts, uh, fleece clothing, uh, and particularly, um, uh, can be made again and again and again, up to 70 times, um, uh, into new uh, actual beverage containers. Uh, Canada should be proud about its, particularly about its beverage container recycling in this country, because um, it varies province to province, but we're slightly north of 70% of all beverage containers being recycled in Canada, which is, uh, which is one of the highest in the world. Um, and we continue to work in our industry does in jurisdiction after jurisdiction to continue to um, push that rate uh, even higher. So forget Montreal here. I mean, it seems from the numbers that you're telling me, even if all of Canada's biggest cities, you know, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, et cetera, were to embrace this uh, ban of sale of bottled water at city facilities, et cetera, it seems like it would barely be a blip just because of, of what you're telling me about where the actual consumption is. Yeah, I mean, uh, our beverage containers are very, again, recyclable, regardless if they're in PET, Tetra Pak, or aluminum. Um, but at the same time, looking at the industry as a whole, our industry makes up less than 1% of the waste stream, for example, here in Ontario. Um, so we're really looking at a very, very small part of, uh, of the waste stream uh, as far as what's, uh, what's going landfill. The majority of that, the largest part of that is organic material, which is making up a, approximately 30% of what goes to landfill. Um, now, cities are has, starting to get programs in place to start to deal with that. Um, but I'm just not sure from, a, from an environmental perspective why a focus would be put on um, packaging that is so incredibly recyclable. Uh, it is part of the circular economy. There are jobs that are dependent on the recycling of our material. There's a facility here in Toronto uh, that just opened up uh, in the last uh, about eight months, um, and practically all they do is recycle uh, PET plastic. Hmm. 
especially though with what you're saying about bottled water competing with other beverages, it sounds like if you take bottled water out of the equation, people are going to buy another bottled beverage anyway, be it you know Coke or Pepsi or, or something else, and you're still left with the same problem, which is someone having a plastic bottle in their hand. Well, precisely. I mean, again, going back to the, the 91% of bottled water drinkers consume water uh, tap water at home. Um, but I think all of us on the go at one point in time are, you know, we stop, we say we're in our car, and we'll, we'll decide what beverage we feel uh, like at that time. Um, and again, if it's aluminum, Tetra Pak, or PET, um, that product is going to be consumed. Um, and our, our hope at the end of the day, and we work very hard to make sure it is, that, that those containers will be uh, recycled. Um, so I think as far as uh, the obviously the goal of reducing waste in Canada um, and uh, promoting recycling and promoting the circular economy of the products we use and consume, um, the beverage industry is a bit of a model for, uh, for, that, uh, uh, for that concept. I read that there are about 80 cities and towns, I didn't realize the number was that high in Canada, that have some level of restriction on bottled water. Uh, a lot of them are uh, restricting the sale at schools or municipal facilities, etc. I don't know how accurate the numbers you have are, but has there been a dip in bottled water sales that can be tied to these sorts of restrictions at municipal government levels? There have been about 80 municipalities who have... Uh, put a ban on bottled water and it's it's only though i should uh, say at, uh, at at municipal facilities yeah no no citywide um, yeah. ban yeah no 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 about four times that many uh have considered bans on bottled water okay. and have rejected and have rejected them so um i think it's about 80 75 to 80 percent of municipalities who have thought about this have 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 you know worked through the process of, of what a ban would look like and and uh and have rejected it. Um, there are no there are no citywide bans uh, certainly in in Canada. But our, as far as the actual uh, restrictions that we do have go, I'm just wondering if there's been a, a marked impact that that's had on actual sales or consumption. Um, it has it has not. Uh, the bottled water uh, sector of our industry is is a growth uh, sector, um, and it's not I should say not just pure bottled water, but there's a lot of products out there that are. You know, base water, uh, bottled water, but with a just a touch of flavor added mm-hmm. to them, just to just to uh, add a little bit of of, of taste enjoyment uh, above and beyond, you know, what a, a delicious cold bottle of water already is. Um, so it is certainly a uh, a growth segment for our industry. I know one organization that's come out supporting uh, bottled water restrictions has been the Council of Canadians. Uh, one of their uh, representatives said that uh, there's a, an environmental impact of using, making, and transporting the product. And she also said that there's a negative impact on communities where the water comes from. Uh, how does uh, your your industry respond to that claim? Well, we we rely heavily. Uh, some of our bottlers rely very heavily on strong municipal uh, water systems. So uh, we support some of what uh, uh, what that group is, is is promoting, which is ensuring uh, strong uh, municipal water systems. Um, I think I've already gone through about the about the water usage in our industry mm-hmm. and how how very very small it is. Um, so I, I'm not quite following the the environmental impact there. Um, as far as uh, other environmental impacts, uh, the entire food and beverage sector, uh, water is, in, is intrinsic in, in everything we do, be it, uh, be it putting uh, corn in a, in a can or, um, or, or washing strawberries or making our beverage products. 
Um, but we work uh, very, very hard to reduce that, carb that carbon footprint, environmental footprint. Um, and just to go back to um, PET, uh, the plastic bottles again, um, there's a reason why a lot of consumer products companies, uh, both food and beverage, are, are moving towards uh, PET plastic because it's very light. Um, it's very small. A lot of times the bottles are uh, blowing up at the factory, uh, at the facility where, where the product is put in them. So you can get a, a lot more of them into a truck than, say, um, something heavier. Um, so there's a reason why you see even salad dressing, for example, moving towards PET, um, because there are some environmental advantages uh, to it, especially when you factor in how incredibly recyclable it is. Joining me on the line is Jim Getz, president of the Canadian Beverage Association. Jim, I really appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks again and happy Easter to you. Well, thank you very much and happy Easter to you.